A Shot of Wrestling, episode 40, and away we go. I be busting freestyles and stone cold stunting and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, Undertaker Kane, sitting the fire or get cool like Roman Reigns. Give this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Yag, the face. Run the place now, so phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get hit, we going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk that WWE, it's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJT. Coming to you live from Omega Studios, it's a shot of wrestling. I'm Michael J. Putty, and... Joining me each and every week, the man who I believe is one year out from collecting his first social security check, <laughs> Abel, Green Man Villamar. If you aimed for you to get a chuckle in that, you definitely that, succeeded. Thank you. That's right. Uh, it was my birthday this past week. I'm still going to wing that shit, too. Big 3-5. I've been saying live to tape, not live to <laughs> Start over. No, you're doing pretty well. Uh, there are some things that are a little bit different right now. Um, I am at the helm. Um, this is usually your spot. You're the you're the producer yeah. of the show. You handle all the controls, but it is my turn this week. For the first time ever, I am in control. So, uh, Michael J., yeah, I haven't how sat you been? here in like three years with Slim Sheffield experience. So it's hard for me to get comfortable, adjust my mic, get my drinks ready. I just can't get comfortable. I think that's really interesting that you, you got your drinks ready. Not just a shot of wrestling, no. but it's like you got shots, drinks, cafe olays of no. wrestling over there. Feet up. You get to actually watch the show on the studio monitor. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Well, so this is what, what's going on. Abel's going to be controlling the show. Yeah. Abel Greenman, Villamar, and Michael J. Pettigas just gets to relax. It's fucking week and, off, finally. And, ju- and just chill. Chill and relax. Weeks. It has been an interesting week. How's your be- week been? That was right. No work, relaxing. Did oh, that's right. This was your week off. Cleaning up around the house. Yeah. Made up with you in the city for your drinks, for your birthday. That's right. Big NXT Wednesday, November 16th was my birthday. That's right. How, how was that? You went to that thing. It was really good, bro. Really, really good. Yeah, bro? Really good. Yeah, bro? Uh, it was at the theater at Madison Square Garden, first of all. The I didn't know how they were going to do it because, you no know, the did. theater has a stage. So I'm like, how are they going to do it? But they, they managed to really make it look like an arena. Um, it was fucking walked in, saw Shane McMahon sitting front row. Thought that was one of the most awesomest things. I, uh, if you follow Green Man on your social medias, uh, we did post that Shane McMahon is scouting NXT talent. He went ballistic when, uh, No Way Jose was doing his little jiggle, his little dance. No way. He's a big No Way Jose fan. That makes one of us. Yeah. Um, his kids though, not big Bobby Roode fans. Yeah? Yeah. No, oh, that's weird. They they're not the kids that like the heels. I have to say, nerds. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, this is the kind of thing that I would wish we could see, like come into the TV screen. You know, uh, Shane McMahon scouting actually talent to bring to SmackDown, and hopefully Mick Foley doing the same thing. Fuck Mick Foley. So yeah, I mean they they both hate each other right now. Uh, but we'll get into that when we get into our raw cheers and heels. I believe Daniel Bryan and McFoley hate each other. I think McFoley and Shane are okay. Oh, well, we'll get to, we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, if this is the first time that you're listening, so sorry. Now so we're in a half journey. We're so going to try to make it feel like a shot of wrestling. 
And by the time you're done, if you had a few shots, maybe it will feel that way. And how do we get started with some words of wrestling? Michael J., take it away. Smackdown, for some weird reason. Smackdown, a contradic- a contraction of two words, smack. It went down. Very good. <laughs> Popularized by the WWE wrestler turned actor turned sexiest man alive, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, that refers to the inflicting of a beatdown of epic proportions upon jabronis, candy asses, sometimes used in a bastardized form of Elizabethan English. Mm, just you're wondering. Thank you. The name of the Thursday night WWE show on UPN created Vince by Vince McMahon originally as a show, a sign of respect for his champion, The Rock, who commonly used the term Smackdown. Smackdown. Now that we know the meaning of the word, you can play along to this week's drinking game and take a shot every time we say the word Smackdown. Gotcha. I think it might be a pretty easy show until you get to the end. Yeah. And then you're going to get smashed. When we get to the middle, to our I mean, cheers and cheers heels. There's a couple <laughs> news we could throw it in, but yeah, that yeah. mentions it. All right. Yeah, I mean, if you read the news ahead, time. well, speaking of the news, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let's g- first transition. Let's do the. Let's get right into let's it, right? right? Into let's, it, let's get the news out of the way and let's get to the fun part of the show. All right, let's get it started. Let's go. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. All right, Michael J., ready to take it away? You got the first news topic. Think, Hit think me that, with it. Think that worked? Think that worked? Hit me with it. I don't know. Because we'll find out this weekend, huh? Let me know. <laughs> 20 <laughs> years ago this week, The Rock made his in-ring debut at Survivor Series 1996 in a traditional four-on-four elimination match. How can we forget Rocky Maivia? No, I, I, I wouldn't. The Rock was the sole survivor for his team, which included Mark Merrow, Jake Roberts, and The Stalker, who I don't even remember who that is. They defeated Crush, Jerry Lawler, Triple H, and Goldust, a very impressive team. Within just a few short years, he would go on to become one of the company's biggest household names and propel professional wrestling to new heights never seen before. Also, he had a big week because Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like you mentioned earlier, picked up a huge honor, huge, huge, Tuesday morning after People Magazine named him the sexiest man alive for 2016. Yeah. Hard to argue, though. Yeah, I would say congratulate. I mean, he's 50 years old, right? He's 44. 44. Yeah. Old guy. Old timer. But I think he's got a great PR team. He needs to be paying his PR team like amazing moolah right now because they they made it happen. Because being the sexiest man alive, all all I could think is making more money because it's all about the millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. That's awesome. Congratulations to Rock. Did you think... When Rocky Maivia debuted, twenty years ago today, no. This is who will be who he is. No, no way to even think that. It's good for him. Is is there someone right now in the roster that you think is Rocky Maivia's status that was introduced in a way that you're like, there's no way this kid's gonna make it? That you could probably see a glimpse that maybe one day he he could be the next the next Rock. I think you know the answer to that question. (laughs) The Miz. There we go. The Miz. Really? The Miz, a list player. But he's okay. He's he's on his track. Yeah, he's already on the track. Someone now, who you're just no. like, his shit stinks. There's no way. No, Sami Zayn. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. That's what I'm saying. You know, you you no. wouldn't expect it from him, but maybe, just maybe, 
he'll make it up to doing the Rock Johnson status. Uh, like a new guy? Yeah. I'm going to go with no, no, no one comes. Roman Reigns? No, I don't see it. Well, I, I mean, there's been a lot of comparison that Roman Reigns is very similar to The Rock because, like, when Rocky came, he he didn't get a well reception. Right now, Roman Reigns doesn't have a well reception from the fans, but yet the WWE keeps pushing him and pushing them. So maybe one day he could be the next Rock. I mean, they're the same bloodline. It's the same bloodline. Who knows? Lightning could strike twice. Enzo Amore. I like that. Thank Great you. choice. Thank you. Great choice. Um, let's stay on The Rock one more time. The Rock did a recent interview with Vanity Fair where he was asked if he would ever consider running for president of the United States. You mentioned this a few times. Is, is it possible? He said, and I quote, I won't rule it out. It would be a great opportunity to help people. So it's possible this past election shows that anything can happen. The Rock is no stranger to political stage as he spoke at the 2000 Republican National Convention. So, yeah. Rock, tw- I guess 2024 because he wouldn't fight against the incumbent. So, The Rock, yeah, you don't know. It's a record Republican, Democrat? Republican, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the president elected the Republican, so he won't usually get, he gets automatically nominated. So, I guess 2024, The Rock. Has there ever been a chance where whoever is already a sitting president, like right now with Donald Trump, that after these four years chooses, hey, I don't want to run. Has there ever been a time where the president who's already seated yes, decides they're I not? I don't remember the name offhand, but it has, it's happened yet. Oh, okay. Gerald Ford? So, Gerald any, Ford? Anything is possible. My majority of the I don't remember, but uh, yeah. So anything's possible. I mean, Donald Trump's president, so anything's possible. <laughs> wow. I, I love that catchphrase because if, if Donald Trump is president, anything it's, it's like the Coco, Coco Beware <laughs> statement, you know? Yeah. Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame. Anyone could do it. We were watching Survivor Series 2011, which is when we hit our Grand Slam. That's right. Big Grand Slam. And there's a Divas Lumberjill match. So many hot women back in the day. But it's weird to see Nikki Bella before the plastic surgery. Uh-huh. Just weird. Now the news. Well... Chris Jericho recently took part in an interview with The Law, live audio wrestling to promote Sunday's WWE Survivor Series and his live talk is Jericho Podcast. He revealed details behind his current run and I quote. That's my line. I'm sorry. Um, And he said, there you go. My original plan when I came back last January was to stay until WrestleMania for months. Then... It started going good. I re-signed, I think, until July. And then I re-signed until mm, October. And then I re-signed until November. Now it's basically a month-by-month thing. This could be the best run I've ever had in 45 years as a 45-year-old. As a 10 years ago. I believe that. You would think that was old. Now, the stones are still killing it at 74 years old so as long as physically i can go still basically look the part i don't really put any limits on age or anything like that i can still go out there and have the best match of the show on any given night yeah drink it in believe it the gift of jericho man drink it in i like it in other news, WWE 
Dallas Mayor Mike Rawlings and Arlington Mayor Jeff Williams announced this week that WrestleMania 32 generated $170.4 million million. in economic impact for the Dallas-Arlington region this past April. This marks a new record for WrestleMania's economic impact and the fifth consecutive year WrestleMania generated more than $100 million for its host region. Over the past 10 years, WrestleMania has generated nearly $1 billion in cumulative economic impact for the cities that have hosted the event. WrestleMania 32 also generated $23.8 million in federal, state, and local taxes. It's amazing. Some of the highlights you're asking about? Yeah, I got highlights, yeah. What you got? $170.4 million in direct, indirect, and inducted impact derived from visiting visitors to the Dallas-Arlington area. 72% of fans that attended WrestleMania were from the outside greater Dallas region, which is with us. Yeah. And they stayed approximately 3.99. Take the point nine nights. <laughs> 25 million was spent on hotels and accommodations within the Dallas Arlington area. The economic impact derived from WrestleMania week was equal to the creation of 1,555 full-time jobs to the area. It's amazing. 8.4 million was spent by visitors to the Dallas region by area restaurants. That's definitely us. Yeah. What do you think is the the best money that you spent during WrestleMania weekend, with like, exception to the tickets to the show? Um, like, like, like all the years? Think, yeah. No, no. This past year. This past year. What do you think you put the your best money on? Oh, to so that fun. contributed to the numbers that were we just laid down on it. I guess. I'm not a big food guy, but that fucking barbecue place we went to. Mm. Uh, the Ken P- Lounge. Yeah. Pecan Lounge. We really do much elsewhere. If you are in the Dallas area, the Pecan Lounge is one of those places that it's you, you'll see the line. When you get there, you'll yeah. see the line. God tell you, it is worth that line. We didn't really do, we didn't really do much elsewise. We, we didn't go out one night. Yeah, you, got, you and John. We shot Foster. guns. We shot guns. Yeah. I think fine. a lot of people go there to shoot guns. Yeah. I think they're like to bear arms. Pecan Lounge. Yeah. You? Um, well... I think the food, just in general, like yeah, oh, the, the general, food. Yeah, the fucking other like, plot was pretty good too. Definitely worth our money. Anytime we dropped it down for the food, we went to the pecan lounge. We went to that burger spot. Yeah, burger spot. Was uh, good. Twisted burger. I don't remember. What's it called? Yeah. And then our last meal was at the, uh, the like that Hooters kind of chain. That's right. That the they redneck have. heaven. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, my favorite spot. And that was cool too. Um, in other news, well. WWE and Sky Deutschland today announced a new multi-year agreement to distribute WWE's premier pay-per-view events starting this Monday with Survivor Series and televised WWE's flagship program Raw and ready for it Smackdown, Smackdown. take a shot on Sky Sports Wait, I can do that I'm not, <laughs> I can do that now. I'm, not, I'm not driving that's right on Sky Sports beginning April 2017 with this agreement, Sky PLC now distributes Raw and ready for it, Fucking asshole. SmackDown. Take a drink in three of the biggest markets in Germany, Italy, and the United Kingdom. WWE's popularity in Germany continues to grow with the viewing options that now include Sky Deutschland, ProSieben, Max, and the WWE Network. <clears throat> Great. In... Anderen Nachtritten. 
impressive. Yeah, I mean, that's that's German for in other news. There has been a major change in a controversial state regulation that has now created a new opportunity for more wrestling and UFC events in Louisville, Kentucky. The Kentucky Boxing and Wrestling Commission had a long-time regulation that called for stiff penalties for any public event at a local venue that allowed blood to be shed as a form of entertainment. A local CBS television affiliate in Louisville spoke to Dennis Petrullo, the general manager of the one of the best-named arenas ever, the KFC Yum Center. Yum. About the issue. I like it. He says, and I quote, the problem was they would stop if there was blood in the ring and he couldn't restart the fight until the blood stopped. That would bring a WWE live event to a screeching halt. The governor of Kentucky even chimed in saying it was scaring off business opportunities. Tuesday of this week, the State Boxing and Wrestling Commission agreed to overturn this regulation. Petrullo said we were, when we heard the change, the first phone call we made was to the WWE. Ideally, I would love a pay-per-view. pay-per-view. However, the first thing we will do is Raw this April. That's awesome. A cool regulation I didn't know existed. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Now the news. Well, Goldust. I'm sorry. Let me let me do that again. Let me Please, say it again. Okay, say say it. Say it again. In, In other news, Goldust <laughs> has taken to his social, to his official Facebook page, to report that his stepdaughter, who identifies as a transgender, huh. was attacked by three men on Friday night. He said, "And I go my what." And I go. My stepson, who is a transgender, was attacked last night, and I'm fucking pissed. Grow the f up and let people live their lives the way they choose. Stop all this hateful crap towards one another. The three men who attacked and beat her up are still out there. You boys are three lucky individuals that I, lucky individuals that I wasn't there. Or you would be on life support. True words never been spoken, especially this current climate change, especially politically. So, yeah, I mean, that fucking sucks. That is very tough. That is very tough. This was weird that he said, I'm fucking pissed, but I would F you guys up. Like, just, just say fucking, I'll fuck you guys up. Like, don't, don't essentially just accept F you cursed already. I mean, it, it is a scary, scary place. So there's no word on her condition yet, right? So, uh, hopefully she's all right. We do, we do. Um, it's just crazy what kind of world we're living in. Yeah. Um, and that something like this would happen. I mean, as as a guy. Yes. Would you ever let you lay a hand on a woman? No. Now, I don't. I've never seen a picture of Goldus' stepdaughter. Yeah, I never even know about that. Yeah. So, but if I see right? a, a woman in front of me, transgender or not, even if I could tell, I would never lay my hands on a woman. No. So. Who the who are these guys? These mal ill raised guys. Like, what kind of upbringing would you have that makes you so ignorant and downright foolish? Like, you are like the weakest of the punks out there that thinks that you could lay a hand on a woman, transgender, like or not. Like, period. Lay a hand on a woman. Like, it is the stupidest thing. I support Goldus for putting this out there. Um, use the word fucking. Use the word um, putting them on line support. Whatever you want. 
because it, it was completely wrong. Now, to stay on track with the... Uh, he fucking stands in the cockpit for one week. He got a soapbox. He's crazy. Good, good for you, man. It's crazy. Um, I want you to learn some more, Michael J. Okay, I hear Okay, S- since, since this last news topic, um, I want you to learn some other languages. Maybe one, this could be a game down the future. One drink down? So, so I've said, in other news in German, can you identify this one? In Altran Notizie. Russian. <laughs> the WWE usually airs the annual Hall of Fame ceremony this Saturday. I'm going on kind of right. That's right. <laughs> they air the ceremony on Saturday night before WrestleMania, as they have since, you know, WrestleMania 20, I believe. But in 2017, the company will be doing things a little differently. The Hall of Fame ceremony will now air on the WWE Network on Friday night, while the hmm. NXT TakeOver will be shown on Saturday night. I like that. WWE plans to use the same arena for Raw, <clears throat> SmackDown, Uh-oh, gonna get my shot. NXT and the Hall of Fame, and is moving <sighs> the Hall of Fame ceremony to Friday because of the stage setup, which makes total sense. You know, it's kind of the same ramp, yeah. If WWE held the Hall of Fame on Saturday, as usual, they would have to set up the arena for the live show on Friday, switch to a different setup, and then back to the live setup for Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So, I don't think it, very cost efficient makes sense. And it's, uh, it's very interesting that you're mentioning the setup. Even if it wasn't for the setup, I think it, song. it should oh. be worth them doing it for the build. NXT has been so successful and has now become part of the WrestleMania weekend. It's like the Hall of Fame starts it off. NXT takes it to the next level and boom, WrestleMania takes it home. So the old strategy of NXT, WWE Hall of Fame, I feel like it kind of drowns it down and then you're pick back up to it's only the first year they've been doing this like the second year they've been I like this t- takeovers so I guess they learned last year not yeah it's been two years yeah. I, I like it it's, it's building it's like going up the stairs ready like. ready for this go ahead it's this language uh, in other news <laughs> that uh, will be English correct what kind of English <laughs> <laughs> well since WWE's recent brand split both Raw and Smackdown oh shit I tell you it's going to be a hard episode to get through have had multiple brand- at, the, at the end of the show I told you something <laughs> in the news <laughs> will have multiple brand exclusive, exclusives pay-per-views now plus WWE has started airing several live NXT TakeOver specials along with the big four pay-per-views the Wrestling News Observer reports that WWE plans to cut down on pay-per-views in 2017. Thank God. Mm-hmm. The official details haven't been completely confirmed yet, but there is discussion about have less shows than the company originally had planned. Hopefully that, that could also translate down the line to having one less hour to Monday Night Raw. Zaikita since when? Uh, Chinese. Hey, good for you. On the last wow, edition of the Wrestling Observer Radio, our friend David Meltzer noted that one of my all-time favorites, the Million Dollar Man to the left, <laughs> that character was not a parody of Ric Flair, which I guess is a rumor out there. Rumor has it. But essentially, essentially a character based on who? Vince? Who? Who? Vince McMahon himself. Interesting. 
When Ted first got the gimmick, he was guaranteed a great push because Vince would never, uh, in his own words, de-push his own character. Which totally makes sense because he got a great push. Yeah. It was also revealed the WWF used to allow the DiBiase an expense allowance for when he was in public. Nice. For example, at a restaurant so he could buy everyone a place to drink and so on to flaunt his own wealth. Back in the kayfabe days. He was told if you abuse the privilege, you would lose it. But otherwise, he was to live the gimmick. I love that. That's awesome. I love that. I, I, I want that gimmick now. It's a little backstage story. Yeah, yeah. I, I, want it, I want it, and I think the green man needs to be driven around in limousines. Yep. Um, and he would be the type of guy who would buy everybody a shot as soon as he yeah. arrives. As long as he's free, yeah. You know? Shots of wrestling here. Yeah. Shots of wrestling. Cool little backstage segment. I'm one of the craziest of all time. Uh, crikey, another news. Ew. Australian, yeah, mate. There you go. <laughs> well, this is a sad story to, to talk about. Uh, but former WWE and WCW star Vader revealed on Twitter that doctors have told him he has congestive heart failure and only has two years left to live. He tweeted, told by two heart doctors at this time that my heart is worn out from football and wrestling. Drugs. I have two years to live. Congestive heart failure. Re- reality. Reality, yes. Sound it up. It's, How do they know two th- years? How do they are able to, you know, to gauge that far in advance? Like two years. His heart is fucking breaking down. Two years. You, know, you never know, right? Yeah, you never know. Um, also, uh, Mick Foley um, is, is starting to raise a petition in a way okay. where uh, he went to social media and really is echoing some of the sentiment that I'm sure a lot of the WWE universe feels. Uh, put Vader in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, he wrote in the I think I believe it might have been his Twitter that you know. Sad about the news about Vader, but at the same time, this is someone who has contributed a lot to the business. Mm-hmm. He has been a big social figure in it, and he should be someone that should be a big contender in the, into the WWE Hall of Fame. You have a Vader memory? Him and Boy Meets World. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> also, my, that's one of mine. The other one was when he attacked Gorilla Monsoon for no fucking reason. Oh, really? But it was his WWE debut, too. I, remember, I just remember destroying Gorilla Monsoon. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I definitely could see... But Boy Meets World definitely elevated him to that next uh, status. I definitely believe Big Van Vader would be a big contender for this year's Hall of Fame. And I, I think it's... It, it's please it's, do it before he dies. He's worthy. And that's why yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm like, you know, there's been plenty of superstars that you've missed the opportunity to induct them before their time. Mm-hmm. You right now know the Enos. Yeah. You have it's a tough. short time with this potential... Um, Hall of, WWE Hall of Famer. Take advantage of it, and you know he definitely has contributed a lot to the business, um, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. I think it'd be great, and it'd be a great way for him to at least experience it while he's still around. Yeah, last and chapter, last chapter of his book. Se alias Edicien. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should say it with an accent. Please. Would that, would that help you a so, little bit? I'm, I'm doing that for you, so yeah. Sur les éditions. Oh, that didn't help at all. <laughs> I don't know. Francais, my friend. Oh. We're watching Survivor Series. 
2011. It's a five-on-five five traditional tag team match. Sin Cara's on one side. Unico's on the other side. Doesn't Unico now play Sin Cara? It's weird. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> speaking of Sin Cara, <laughs> there's still a ton of... Ray things. Trent, Thank ladies. You. Wow. So and the, gentlemen. So pay me the big bucks. He, he, ch- he changes seats and he is now the king of transitions over here. I love it. Keep there's going, still man. a ton of heat on Sin Cara. Rumors run with Chris Jericho last week, as reported. Not only did the WWE roster kick him off the bus, WWE officials didn't want him even around the raw talent, so they sent him on the road with a SmackDown crew last week. Sin Cara is not allowed to dress. Wait, wait. Did you just say SmackDown? Okay. Oh, shit. That's you now. <laughs> Sin Cara is not allowed to dress with the rest of the roster, and on Monday night's Raw, he had to dress in a separate room with the extras that were brought in for the Brock Lesnar-Bill Goldberg segment. How embarrassing (laughs) and degrading is that? That's great. So the first Sinkara didn't work out. Penny Sinkara 2 is not working out. Third time's the charm, right? (laughs) Well, let me tell you. I I still feel like it's real to me, damn it, right? It's a great song. It's it's real to me, damn it. You know, if you were in the controls, you probably would turn my volume yeah, down, right? And would pump up the song and jam out to it right now. I'm doing it right now, in my head. <laughs> but back to what we were talking about. Um, I, I I still feel like it's real to us, damn it, kind of moment. Okay. And this is an episode of Swerve or uh, Ride Along, where Sinkara was strategically told to get off the bus, but then he hitchhikes. So now he's on an episode of Ride Along, and he has to like try to get to the arena. You know, like I I, I see this in the future coming in in a WWE Network show. I, I watch that. Yeah, I would too. Great way to build um, the show. The other news I can't. <laughs> well, according to the press release sent out by the E Network, Total Bellas will return for another eight. Because you are a host. Game. I knew he was going to interrupt me. E-Network reported that Total Bellas will return for another eight one-hour episodes. Wasn't season one? Season one was six episodes, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so they're adding to it. The second season will give viewers exclusive access to Nikki Bella and John Cena's temporarily relocated to Phoenix to help Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan through their first pregnancy. Flip the script. Now season two of the WWE and... Binham Murray production Bonham, series Bonham will premiere in 2017. I think we should take part in 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 their success. Okay. And instead of being total bellas, maybe we should film a, a YouTube channel called Total Greenman, where Michael J. Putty moves into my apartment. Okay. <laughs> and becomes the nanny. Oh, yeah. For my green boy, my green that, baby. Yeah. You know. It, it's like you're going to be the Green Boy Manny. I mean, that's what we should call it. Green Boy Manny. That'd be great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. En otra noticias. Mm. Michael, that, that's your cue to En otra noticias take over. Is that Spanish? That is correct. One goal. Speaking of the divas. Divas now? That's the goal. Well, speaking of people who like Spanish people. My former flame page tweeted out last week that she's back working in the gym after her recent neck surgery, saying, and I quote, 
Ready for the gym? Neck brace will be on. Don't worry, but feeling happy and healthy. Paige has been off TV for months following her second violation of the wellness policy. And we just watched the premiere of Total Divas, and we just us seen Paige for the first time in yeah in a while. Months. Yeah, so right. See how she comes back. Did you enjoy seeing her? You think she's going to bring a lot to the yeah, show? I still have a lot of pictures. I mean, yeah, I, I, I like seeing her. Um, in other news, well, speaking of women wrestlers, Summer Rae took to Instagram explaining why she's been out of action. I'm wondering that. Well, she said, well, it's almost mid-November now, so maybe it's time to answer the question I get flooded with every single day on social media. For the past two and a half months, I have been dealing with an injury. I've been very private and not shared my journey during this time. She wanted to say because she was wrestling a lot and also her football career. I totally forgot she had a football career. She did, yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, was it like arena football? The lingerie football league. Mm-hmm. Pictures quarterback. She posts some really hot pictures of her. Like, I feel like Summer Ray Instagram is so much hotter. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's actually like some of our posts. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But Summer Ray Instagram so much hotter than like Summer Ray WWE's women's superstar. So is Emma. Emolution? Oh, Emolina. Oh, I don't follow Emolina. Is she a lot hotter on Instagram? So hot. I mean, all her hotness is condensed into the Emolina promos now. That's a good question to our listeners out there. Who do you guys follow that you think a shot of wrestling or the Green Men should follow? Emolina is someone I'm going to add. Thanks thanks to your your, uh, suggestion. Also, Ashley. um, Ashley, Ashley. Dana Brooke. Oh, okay. Anyway. Dana Brooke. Um, well, Dance d'autres nouveaux. Oh, that was French. Oh, shit, sorry. That was French. <laughs> now, a follow-up to a story we brought you a few weeks ago. You know, when we report stories, we have to follow up here. That's right. During Sunday's Evolve, William Regal appeared to offer Tony Nese a full-time contract to the WWE. Well-deserving. Tony Nese has been working as a part-time talent for the WWE over the summer. And has been in the Cruiserweight Classic and now appearing on Raw. Tony Nese and your man, Drew Gulak, are now going to be full-time contracted to the Raw brand, I guess, for now. <clears throat> in quotation marks? Yeah. Um, that's all I got. Another news? That is it, my friend. I, how am I doing? How am I doing on the helm? Um, I, I'll find out when you post the show. But <laughs> okay. Let's see how you do in this transition. Well, because now it's time to go to break. Well, I am very excited because we need to refill our drinks. So, uh, you know, refill our drinks. We're going to come back to okay. a very exciting topic. Run, smack down, take a shot. Cheers and heels. This song play out too. Great song to go out to. <laughs> we'll see you when we come back.
A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. And we are back. Our drinks are replenished. And we have a lot of energy to get through this one. Because it's time for Raw and SmackDown. That's right, baby. Cheers and heels. Do we have to another talk about shot, Raw? baby? Another shot. Do we have to talk about Raw this week? Nothing happened. I think Can because just, nothing happened, I think this one's going to be really quick. Can we just skip Raw? This one's going to be really, really quick. Go ahead. Take it away. Well, um, I got to be honest. I didn't watch Raw until maybe a few hours before we got together today. That was the last week. I think okay. Two, that was two ago, yeah. It was a long week. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, and uh, a lot of watch five hours of work. <laughs> and we had a, a long day at work on Monday. I got home till actually just to watch the last bit of Monday Night Raw, and I DVR'd it. So right before I went to bed, I chose to watch one part of it. And for some reason, I've healed this week after week since I heard it was happening. But I was very interested in what happened between Goldberg. And Lesnar, so I have to cheer it wow. this week. Wow. The face-to-face between Lesnar and Goldberg because they must have promoted it so well that after my long day of work, I could not go to sleep without at least watching that segment and how it played off. Mm. Interesting. So you asking, did it deliver? Did it deliver? I think it was okay. I, I don't think all it right. delivered all the way home. But I think it was interesting you, enough Goldberg, that, that I can't heal it. Fucking jacket, though. Stop fucking time. You listen to us. We got to see Gold- Goldberg still in shape. And fucking wearing a He's shirt. Oh, that's what that shirt looks like. But holy shit, the dude is sweaty. Yeah. He's still so sweaty. It wasn't a jacket. What is going to happen when these two meet at Survivor Series? Is he just going to slip the off? Sweatiest men in the fucking <laughs> history. He's going to slip off? Probably. If you just throw IRS in the mix as yeah. a referee, it'll be a sweat fest. Nice reference. Instead of Survivor Series, it'll be Survivor Sweat Fest. So you're, are you cheering this or healing it? I'm, I'm, I'm cheering it because I was really... Uh, I'm, I'm cheering the, the promotion of this big match, Fantasy Warfare, comes, comes to, life. to life. I had to also expanding it to the other matches. It's, it's nice. Yeah. Um, I have to heal. And this is probably going to take us way off topic before we have to bring it back but uh Foley I have to heal Foley this week that's alright I'm doing that he, he was slipping at the beginning of Monday Night Raw from the top of the show he said um we're gonna kick it off with this match yeah and he kinda Stephanie kinda took it over and he was like whoa 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 but yeah. we before we do that shouldn't we do this and he was like yes yeah. you're right and then I'm like is McFoley on drugs? Because then I saw him in the WWE Universe Address, the Nation, or what, what do they call it? The state of the WWE Universe. And he was slipping up left and right. Yeah. I'm like, this this dude is on something. Because he's completely going off tangent. Renee Young would ask him a question, and he would just talk about... The best part was how... Something completely different. My boys called him out on it. McFoley's one of those four. He's the worst one. He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know? What did you think of the WWE address? I didn't mind it. I think SmackDown came out on top. Um, it was. Int- I liked it. Uh, I think I liked it because it didn't feel scripted. It, no, it definitely it, didn't. I mean, I'm sure there was some point they were given, but it didn't feel scripted. Um, I liked that McFoley said something, and Daniel Bryan's like, "Yeah, but don't you think I would wish I would want to be there?" Right. 
I can't. You You're referring to the question where Mick Foley called Daniel well, Bryan out for not wanting to yeah. be the general manager on Raw. The fact that he That's is doing it because he's still under contractual exactly, yeah. obligation to be. That's right. You're talking about the contract. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan fucking called him out and said, like, yeah, I can't wrestle. But then you, you can't wrestle. But you went to TNA and wrestled. Like, oh, I do have to admit, I, I, I loved it when he put him on check and he said, yeah, check, well, yeah. when you when you were uh, Raw General Manager in the past, didn't you leave? Yeah. Didn't you leave? It's fucking great. Good job. Yeah. And then, schooled. He had no- and then Mick Foley. And, and I, like you said, it, it, it felt like there was no script, but he truly showed it was a shoot where he shoot. was just like, yeah, you know what? I did leave. I, I left to raise my family. Mm-hmm. My son was born and, and and I had to do what I was responsible. And I wouldn't hate you, Daniel Bryan, if you wanted to leave after Bree delivers your baby girl, if you wanted to leave. So did you just watch this today too? It's a very excellent memory. <laughs> I was very interested yeah. in it, but it, it, could it be possible? Could, do you see Daniel Bryan leaving? No, he works one day a week. <laughs> I'm saying like, you have an easy gig. One, you're not on the house shows. You're one day a week. Maybe when the baby's born. I mean, I guess you're, if I don't know how that's going to work. I, I don't know how things like that work, man. Oh, I'm I'm I, I'm in Daniel Bryan's shoes too. There's a lot of different things. There's things that are going to change. But you think his wife's a wrestler, so he knows her his passion her his passion for it. So she might keep him home a couple days, maybe uh-huh. a couple weeks. Your wife's on a podcaster. <laughs> she, like I understand your passion Go do the podcast I'm telling you, you You need to move into the apartment Yeah And be the Manny Me and the dog Me and Nemo Hang out uh, There was just so much In the in, in, in There was something else Renee like, Young had no control Over all this This whole show by the way No it was just Which should have not been named The WWE address Address state, of the WWE State of WWE address It, it sounded very political It sounded like a debate Which it was supposed to be But it Smackdown. was not a debate it was, it was another schooled. episode of uh, Talking Smack. It was Shane and Daniel Bryan coming out on top over a far less superior Stephanie and McFoley. There was definitely times where I, I feel like Stephanie put a lot of faith yeah. in McFoley. And, and it was like, this this is where we're going to get him. This is where we're going to get him. And then McFoley goes off on a tangent. Yep. You know, there was that moment where um, it's like... I, McFoley says, "I don't know if, if I'm allowed to talk about it, but I'm going to do it." And he looks at Stephanie like, "I know we didn't talk that yeah. I was going to mention this." And I'm like, "This is going to be juicy. This is going to be something good." And he puts freaking Stephanie McMahon over yeah. by saying, "You know, she's she's the greatest, and I'm learning so much from her." And and I think the question was, how who's going to win the W? Who's going to win the match at Survivor Series? And how could one benefit from the other? Yeah, just, it was like weird. He's just he's good choice. He's not padding out. Earlier in tonight's show, I mentioned uh, there were there's a little animosity between Shane McMahon and uh, Mick Foley. You mentioned there was animosity between Daniel Bryan and Mick Foley. The reason I mentioned it was Shane and Mick Foley was because as soon as this show started, did you see uh, Shane McMahon just like chuck? His bottle of water into McFoley. Uh, I didn't see it, but I saw the after effect. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It, it was like, I mean, he played off very well. He was saying like he was so filled with adrenaline yeah. after his his altercation. But when you think about it too, like Shane Men picked McFoley to do his podcast interview. So there's something there. But maybe he thought he sucked at the podcast, but like we both agreed that he did. We definitely did. So maybe he just like a. Uh, 
Any other points on the WWE address? On the Stone Cold Network uh, podcast, they do it. But I was like, I mentioned this just now. Like when Daniel Bryan mentioned TNA, I wonder what Stephanie and Shane are thinking. Like, don't mention our competition. Do they think they're competition? Like, why are you mentioning his past? Try to stay in kayfabe storyline. That was, that was a nice little dig. That, well, I thought was it, it, it was unscripted. Th- this was right after he was calling him out. Yeah, good way to defend himself. Yeah. So yeah, let me let me throw you on. Which makes it feel like there's real animosity, like a real quote unquote animosity between these two. So I don't know how real this is, but it was great. Yeah, I came off well. It was better than I expected it to be. I, I wasn't expecting anything, I guess, but it, I, I enjoyed it. What are your raw cheers and heels? I'm gonna heal Stephanie Pendering to the crowd. I mean, she's way, she's better than that. She doesn't need to do that. No. Um, I completely doing the how you doing? Are you, oh the, my the god, I hated rocks. that. Yeah, I healed that. Her, her, and Mick Foley. It wasn't just her because well, Mick Foley was doing that freaking dance and those dance. But Mick Foley does it all the time. I healed that. Oh. It's like also to heal your girl Bailey on commentary. Stop. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking fall asleep. <laughs> Um, your turn. Are you? You're just healing. I, I had I no. Got two, che- I got two cheers left. All right, so save them. Uh, I'm a cheers. Jericho giving the scarf of Jericho. I love when he finds new ways to use his catchphrase, the gift of Jericho. It altered it. Yeah. Feel it. What is it? Give it in, man. What is it? Feel it, man. Give it in, man. The scarf of Jericho. Wear it, man. <laughs> like it's, it's it's awesome. It's cool. It truly is. It's it's truly a gift yeah. that he's giving me, so I had to cheer it. I'm a heel. Strowman, Braun Strowman, because during this episode of Monday Night Raw, I found that his rough and tough personality is for some reason being used as a face character. Like usually, I'm used to seeing his. A, a very rough and tough personality come off as a heel yeah and it's very easy to be like this guy's a heel but the way they're building him in the survivor series match is that they're making him a face but then i'm healing it because i'm like well where are they gonna go with this yeah it's no like you've been given a contract to be buried yeah. like you're you're immediately just on the path to, to a burial like the undertaker is already digging up your ditch man yeah dig it in man dig it in what you got? Um, because Raw was lacking severely this week on a go-home show, I got yeah. I got to dig up another cheer just to repeat myself. Um, another great, fantastic Emelina package. <laughs> I cheered the original character when it first came out because it, she had a great thing going originally. But these these vignettes are awesome. They oh, are. Emma. I, I gotta say they are awesome. She should never wrestle. Like she should just she's keep doing these vignettes. She's a good wrestler. That's it. No. I, I, I'm afraid that when she comes back, that the fact that they're building them so well, because I like them too. Half naked I like them too. Yeah. I love them. That I'm going to then watch her wrestle and be like, couldn't she just go back to doing these packages? Well, I don't know what this Emelina thing is. Is it a model? Is it a proper rich person? Like, where, I don't know what this Emelina thing is going to be, so we'll see what happens. Maybe she's going to be like a valet to the Shining Stars because she's oh, like at no, a beach no, or something. No, no, you know? no. No. So maybe the no. shining stars are no. gonna walk down into her off. photo shoot. <laughs> My final cheers for Raw goes to SmackDown. Oh, take a shot. 
uh, the Team Blue showing unity by rocking everyone rocking their SmackDown t-shirts. Good Did job, they boys. One? What? They make you want one? I thought about buying it when they first came out and the draw, like me get, when you, you get one. You and I, I'll get the Raw yeah. shirt and you get the SmackDown shirt, all right? But uh, yeah, good job, Team Blue. What a uni- unifying presence you guys had. And ironically, I'm cheering SmackDown on uh, Raw. Well, I still have. I mean, it's I'm very, done, so yeah, all you. It's, it's a shame. Huh? Shame. Shame, shame. That my last cheer is about someone I've been healing for many weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cheer Sami Zayn because it looks oh. like he has finally been given a storyline. He's given an opportunity to connect with the WWE Universe by bringing know? the IC title home mm-hmm. to Monday Night Raw. Jesus. His uh, commentary after his match was short, mm-hmm. sweet, and to the point. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. But ladies and gentlemen, it was not a great show for Raw. So I have two more heels. Bo Dallas, my friend, my friend, my brother. You, you could do so much better if you could stop carrying around that sign. Yeah, drop the sign, sense. man. It's on your background. When you come out. You don't need a fucking sign. Drop the sign, man. It works with a lot more things. I like I it. Could, yeah. <laughs> um, and then finally, and this is my biggest heel for Fire. Monday Night Raw. The close-up reaction shots of the fans. It was annoying the shit out of me. I noticed that too. They tend to focus on this one kid for like the whole hour and then it noticed in the past it was just hot chick after hot chick I understand that <laughs> but he went back to this one kid during the freaking new I hated thing. it yeah, yes we during the new and then it the, was a little too much the guy with the unicorn mask on yeah like I saw him oh, like I 10 times yeah, I got it oh, like no. show it once and I'm done but damn the green man would probably love to be in yeah, that arena because he probably went and gotten over on Monday crowd, Night Raw yeah. but damn yeah, I hated those reaction shots from the fans. Too Not, many. Yeah, the thing it was, many. it was too many. Way too many. And it was just the same people. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, this week, SmackDown went all the way. Damn Skippy. So let's get to the best part of the show. The A show this week. SmackDown Live. Damn, I am taking shots left and Damn right. right. Damn it. Finally, welcome to the club. It took 40 episodes. I don't know how many episodes since the draft, but yeah, it was... Never read the Katoshman shot that just all wrestling. It was fantastic. And, of course, I've got to cheer. The Miz. And the Dolph Ziggler match in general. I agree. I was watching the match. I, I cheered that. I cheered this. I cheered that. I cheered that. And I'm like, oh, let me just sum it up here in one. The sweet dropkick from Dolph Ziggler to mm-hmm. the Miz. You see that one? Mm-hmm. You're like, Dolph Ziggler went almost introverted. And he just connected dead on. They have great chemistry oh, with each great. other. They have they matches that they pull off are Show on stoppers, par. Yeah. yeah, they're definitely on par with like the rivalry between Sami Zayn and and Kevin Owens. Like the, they just put great quality matches. Together. The Miz answered that beautiful dropkick with a beautiful running knee. The Miz doesn't do that. Daniel Bryan does. I'm telling you, they keep building Fantastic. this story. They keep building this Daniel Bryan Miz story, but where is it going, my friends? JBL called out David Otunga, who was talking trash about the Miz hiding behind his wife, and JBL called out because he did the same thing. <laughs> Good job, JBL. <laughs> and the final thing, last thing on this match, besides it, pure awesomeness, Mauro Ronaldo, your man, Mauro Ronaldo. My boy, Mauro. Coming up at what you talked about a week or two ago, his great lines. It's the Miz 
versus Dolph Ziggler for the IC title going at it in a classic match. He says they're going at it like a dentist and a carpenter. Pause. They're going at it tooth and nail. <laughs> you can't write that. That That's just genius. Uh, I would never think to write that. I, I love that you brought that up because I'm going yeah. to have to go a little bit off tangent here for a moment. But we love it when that happens. Yeah. Um, that is a great way to set up a joke, deliver on a joke. Yeah. There was, there was something that that we missed and in the news this week. Uh-oh. Joey Styles mm-hmm. recently was fired from a Evolve. Yeah, there's too much. I couldn't get a clear story in that. I know. I so he was recently um, fired from Evolve for a joke, which was very political. Yeah. Um, it was very offensive to women. Yeah, it was verbatim from what the president-elect said. Yeah. But he was fired for those comments. Now, we talk about how funny this joke was. Okay. Okay. That was a great song. I feel like the people who are supporting Joey Styles for, you know, it's a joke. It's supposed to but be he wrestling. Didn't, he didn't and say the word. But the whole point is that he was setting up his joke. He delivered the joke and he was hitting it with the punchline. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not that time anymore. It's not the attitude era where that joke would get over. And it's very, it is very offensive. And the you fact know. that you have to go to jokes that are... But call it on point? No. That, what comedy that, is? What? Joey Styles. No, but that kind of joke is just grunchy. It, it's, it's like when, before we started the you show... Call the guy a pussy. You, you farted over my line. This is yeah. off the air. You farted over yeah. my intro and we had to do a fart, second take. I said fart noise. Right. And it was Throw funny, right? But it was very childish. And it was in... As creative as Mara Ranallo's joke, no, which is very thoughtful, yeah. very, very, it, it, it hit the point. It was the timing was perfect and it was great. And I'm, I'm sorry, Joey, I, you, you shouldn't have said that joke. But he didn't say anything. He made a comment to what the president-elect said, and he didn't say the word. He said, "Oh, speaking of that, oh, the word like speaking of that word. Let's talk to you now." A, a female. Oh, it was a female. I thought it was yeah, a guy. Yeah, it was a, oh, no, it oh, was a female. I thought it was, I thought it was a guy. Yeah, it was a female. So it's like you're you're making oh, the correlation around it. So not only are uh, you girl, calling James defended him because yeah, I mean, in this time and age, the WWE has has made it a point not to touch anything political during this whole thing. I think Joey Styles should have taken a page out of that. But wait, you got fired from the WWE too, so yeah. that's probably why you did. Yeah, why? SmackDown was such a great show, man. Oh man. I gotta yeah. take another shot for every that. Fucking, every fucking week, man. Let me tell you, I completely agree with the Miz and Dolph Ziggler, and great start to the show too. Great, yes, that was one of my cheers. Um, let me see, where could I go? Because there was just so much good stuff. Damn right, to me every week. Uh, me every week. I love, Ooh, love the return, the long awaited return. Of King Booker, as my pinky goes up. Yeah. This guy came back right into character like mm. it was, what, 2014? When was no. King Booker around? That's like, that's like 20, 2007, 2008. 2008? 20, 2006, 20, 2007, yeah. He just, it, it's like he didn't miss a beat. Nope. I loved it. Pinky up, the 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 robe. And you, mis- you mispronounced his name again. King Booker? 
King Booker. <laughs> yeah, he, I cheered that as well because that was classic. Uh, awesome. That was great. Yeah. I think it was a great segment for yeah. the backstage. Yeah. It was perfect. You need to get the song. I'm going to. Um, you need to get the song. I'm in the controls. I like this song. John Cena. Right it's now. A, it's a little slow song. From uh, John Cena's uh, album, You Can't See Me. Uh, it's a little slow, but it's fine. I'm a heel. The visual. The visual. Now pay attention to this comment, brother. The visual of the four man commentating booth. Yeah, cheer this? I'm a heel it. I healed this last week, yeah. I'm a, I'm a heel the visual of it. Uh, I think it sounds good. Does not. I think the addition fills in a lot of gaps that I feel like the three man booth between JBL, Ronaldo, and Dave Otonga had. There were. There were there was something missing, so I feel like it adds to it there very well. There's nothing missing. It's, it's way too much. However, strange enough, I would prefer for for SmackDown a two-man booth. Who? JBL and Mauro Ronaldo? I would choose JBL and Mauro Ronaldo. That's correct. Yeah. I think you don't need Otunga. And Who's not bad? He's growing on me. He's getting better, but he's not great. And you don't need uh, Vincent. Uh, James... Um, Julio, what's his name? Tom Phillips. There you go. Thomas. Oh, I think he's there. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, they should totally go into two man booth. Yeah, maybe. Your turn. Uh, cheers, Edge man, coming back. Great hearing that theme song again. Love Great it. pop. You think that's the biggest pop of the night? Uh, second pop of the night. What do you think is the biggest pop? Undertaker. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm going to cheers. Um, who better to get a pep talk from than the Undertaker? Also, announcing that he's back. Taking he is s- back, taking souls and digging holes. That mean like he's back full time, like because WrestleMania is not going to be his legacy anymore. I like, yeah, I like that he said that. Yes. Very, very clear. He's I, back. I was Undertaker last year for Halloween. Yeah, you were. So build. I and built, you showed up on the WWE website I with did. your costume. I built up to it. I did stuff on my Instagram. I did the song. I did the hat. I did the hat with the belt. Mm-hmm. Slow building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every week was something did different, and okay. this and they did the same thing. It was great. It was great. Uh, you I'm saw not, the hat in the backstage for a while. Yeah. Everything. Usually, it's on Taker's back. He always comes back. I don't usually mark it out, but I kind of marked out this time. It was great. Nice. Great pep talk. Great timing too to come back to give the pep talk. It'd be interesting if he turned his uh, new promo uh, phrase around mm-hmm. instead of taking souls and digging holes. Okay. What if go. he would be digging holes and taking souls, and we could have this like great program of him digging, digging. Digging holes and bringing back like vintage oh. wrestlers, you know, like Vader will come back. Sid too Vicious, soon, too soon, too soon. <laughs> he's still alive. Come on, no, give him, give him one last run. Bringing back Jake the Snake, DDP, you know. So he'd be taking souls back into the WWE universe, um, which would make a great shirt, by the way. I, I can't make, wait to get it. Great catchphrase. Can't, can't wait to get get that shirt. I got one heel. Okay, cut you off. Here. What's what's that heel? The crowd. What? What did they do to you? Undertaker uh, came in the ring. Okay. Said something. Pay respect, homage to Shane McMahon. 
the crowd goes, you still got it? You still got oh, it? Oh, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, bro. I completely agree. Got what? He didn't do anything. <laughs> he still got it. He never lost it. Yeah. You're still tuning into WrestleMania uh, because he still has it. He yeah. never lost it. Yeah. Good point. Thank Good you. point, I'm, I'm done. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my heels because I don't I don't have that many more. Because again, Sorry this show that. was amazing. Um, Ooh. but I have to heal. Natty quoting Chubbawamba. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Inspirational coach is a coach. That makes sense. <laughs> it's a shame because we've seen her quoting lyrics of songs. I like it for weeks now, and it's a shame that the E is wasting the talent of Natalia to do this gimmick kind of promo and not really using her to the best of her ability. So that's why I must heal it. Okay, but then you got to think, how hard must it be to pick the song? Yeah. Of the lyrics that Natalia has to say every week. I didn't even think of that was Chumbawamba. I wasn't even paying attention. Because you have to pick something that's so big in pop culture that people are going to get it as soon as she sets it. And she delivers it well, too. You know? Good for her. I can't wait till she picks um, In the End by Linkin Park. Yeah, imagine. You know? Maybe, oh, maybe at Survivor Series, the uh, the diva, her team loses. And and she goes and does a promo and she gets like, girls, in the end... It doesn't really matter. You try so hard and got so far. But ladies, in the end, it doesn't even matter. That'd be great. That'd be great. If if that does happen, you heard it here first on a shot of wrestling. Uh, One last heel. Becky Lynch, not captain of the SmackDown women's team. Oh, my God. I fucking hate you. What's up with that? You are annoying as fuck. Why? You are really annoying me right now. <laughs> it's like the third, maybe fourth week in a row. You copied my cheers to heels a week after. <laughs> I just cheered heel that last week. Maybe oh, my God. Get your own fucking heels and cheers. <laughs> maybe I should listen to the show. Maybe you should. <laughs> Cheer that last week. That was Healed that last week, I should say. Uh, well, you know what? It takes a week for me to agree with you. Oh, I guess. You know, there's a trend. We'll take you a Eight weeks to realize SmackDown's better. There's a trend. You know what's a trend? I have he- I, all I have is cheers left. Rain it on. So so let's get on the cheers. Let's drink it in, man. Choo choo train. Spoiler: I probably cheered this last week. Here well, we let's go. see. Uh, I'm a cheer. Oni Lorkin debuting on SmackDown from NXT oh, in a next. match against Kalisto. Next, but not. Why do you think I'm gonna? What, what, tell me, tell me why you think I may cheer this, and then I you don't like I it. I can't Go even ahead. imagine why you would cheer this. Why? Why, like, you, why don't you thing. like this? Well, I'm waiting for you to tell me why. Why don't you like this? Tell it, me. It, no, you tell me. Why don't you like this? Uh, who? Who? Who's this guy? Fast forward. Okay. Let me tell you why I like this. Oh, please. Because 140 characters or less. <laughs> okay. SmackDown should not be taking over the cruiserweight division. You want something interesting? To the last week too. NXT should be invading SmackDown. And SmackDown should be hosting NXT superstars on their show as up and coming superstars. As stars that you may be seeing coming soon to SmackDown. We saw Shane McMahon 
quotation marks, scouting NXT this past Wednesday on my birthday at the theater at Madison Square Garden. This would be a great intro for Shane McMahon to be like, hey, you did great on NXT. You know what? I have a spot for you. Just come and do this match for me. This one show, this one-off spot for SmackDown. And these could be superstars that you might be coming seeing in the roster down the line. But don't take the Cruiserweights from Raw. Take NXT. That sounds just like more exciting. You know? Like, who's going to show up next from NXT on SmackDown? Yeah, please leave the fuck them on Raw. Yeah, leave the Cruiserweights on Raw. I don't think... I don't, well, I don't you got any chairs left? No, I'm done. Oh, I'm going to run the gambit. All right, baby. Let's do this. I love how SmackDown was reminiscing on previous episodes of SmackDown. Oh, yeah. I do want to mention that. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Triple H versus The Rock with Shawn Michaels as a referee. And I remember that. I remember episode one, too, very vividly. Yeah. And I remember that moment when he super kicked him. Like, oh, shit. Great, great, great show. But I got to heal the production team who got the date incorrect. You know it. That's right. I do know it. It was not August 26, 1999, when this match of SmackDown, episode number one, happened. It was April 26, 1999, but the graphics said August. Oh, okay. okay. That's right. But while I was training and reminiscing on these great things, the match between Angle and Cena and Taker endorsing John Cena. Iconic moment. I- it's one of the probably one of the greatest moments. One of the greatest SmackDown. debuts of WWE history. Yeah, probably. I would say as far as SmackDown is concerned, that's one of the top moments. The other moment is uh, Big Show Brock Lesnar breaking the ring. And I kind of feel bad because we, how much SmackDown did we fucking miss because we had to do the stupid tourney meetings around <laughs> Thursday night? So I missed a big chunk of SmackDown. The uh, Hulk Hogan, the Eddie Guerrero's, the. Mr. America, Captain America? Captain America. It wasn't yeah. Captain America. It wasn't Captain America. That's a superhero. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see the um, highlights. I got to cheers the ladies this week. Carmella did a believable job working the neck of Nikki Bella. She did a great job in that match. Carmella's great. The whole fucking women division is great. Yeah, she totally got over in my book. She worked that neck so well that I was like really into the match. Charlotte invading SmackDown through the crowd was oh. another great point. Oh. That was awesome. Oh what? Go ahead. This might be met with some trepidation, but I am no longer hiding this fact. Charlotte looks smoking hot. <laughs> she has no hips. She has no ass. But in regular clothing, she looks fucking hot. Keep her in regular clothing. Oh man, she's she looks smoking. She's smoking. Oh my god! Great job. Woo. Great job. Wow, you're, you are, you're perspiring little, over there, my friend. Banging. Oh, my God. A lot of perspiration going on in this studio. She looks, sm- she looks so hot. Naomi Springboard into Team Raw. Little, little, that was little, awesome. Yeah. That was a great move. Now, we know she's one of the most athletic, athletic women in the division, and this totally highlighted how, well, how great she is. Yep. Hopefully, it's more excelled in the match. Yeah. I have to cheer the SmackDown Tag Team Division. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot better than Monday Night Raw's tag team. A lot better. There is so much, not only diversity in this tag team yeah. division, but I feel like 
there's chemistry be- between the teams. Like they're Five all teams, yeah. they're all into who they know their characters are, and those characters play so well off each other. No matter what kind of combination you make, it's a great tag team division. Not only is it a cool division, but you have five tag teams that are strong tag teams. Yeah, and yet you have enough tag teams to have a tag team versus tag team, like what eight man tag? Yeah, it's great. Ten eight man tag match. It was. It was. I don't see Raw having enough tag teams to do that with. It's, it's great. There's one person who got over with me on this match. I don't think on Survivor Series. Good job, buddy. And you may disagree. <sighs> but for some reason, Connor from The Ascension just became a superstar in my Totally mind. disagree. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I passed forward that match. He, I don't know. The way he was just standing up to the other team and like when when Connor, brawls were ensuing. Is Connor that guy or the other guy? He, he's the bigger guy. Taller one. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, tall, bigger guy. He he just stood out to me. I was like, this. he's got some potential, this kid. Like yeah, I thought that too when I saw them during an NXT takeover when they were the hot shit back then. Uh, yeah, I, he's probably definitely the, the standout of that team, but that's not saying much of the Ascension. No. Unfortunately. Um, one last cheer. Damn, um, check you out. I, I'm telling you, there, there, you there's, there's, there's a list. Christmas. There's a cheers list. How about we just not talk about Raw ever again? It's I think Smackdown. we should just just change the show to a shot of SmackDown. SmackDown, cheers and heels. <laughs> but during the before the brand split, we won't talk about Raw. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, after the brand split, we should start to talk about that. I agree. It's Until the Raw show. gets better again. It'll make it a lot a, a lot more interesting and for quicker. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta cheers the writing staff for finding appropriate moments to keep Elfworth around. Oh. Okay, because by now, I'm over I, I have. Okay, see that then I'm the opposite of you right now because by now I would be where Michael J. Putty is. He he is done with James Ellsworth. I did want to, kind of want to cheers it, but I didn't feel like enough to write it down. How Ellsworth grew up watching this guy Edge, and exactly. now he's in the ring. But exactly. Then AJ Styles messed it up. So I don't know. But I think they're they're finding great ways to still keep him around. And for me, it hasn't gotten old. It hasn't gotten stale. Oh, I still feel like I'm interested. I'm invested he's in a it. Mascot? He's not as a joke. He's not even thinking. The mascot thing, I didn't like. Yeah. The ma- uh, I'm not going to enjoy that. Um, who knows? They could surprise me this this Sunday. But uh, yeah, great show. Perfect. How do you think we performed? Um, I think you're doing okay. I can't hear the transitions you're making. But you think you're doing okay. All right. Well, Monday Night Raw drew a crowd of 2.87 million viewers, which was up from 2.76 million from its previous week. So it was a go-home show. They thought they getting more. They didn't get anything. But they got. They also had Lesnar that's and Goldberg. Yeah. That, that's a big billing. And one of the biggest shows big? today is when uh, Goldberg debuted. Oh. Re-debuted. WWE SmackDown, take a shot. Damn, you guys must be drunk by now, man. It's fucking stupid words. Yeah, Drink course. it in, man. The show scored a 2.725 million viewers for the go-home episode for Survivor Series. The show also included the return of both Edge and The Undertaker. Episode 900. That's right. Crazy. The show was up 42% 
from the previous week's That's tape half. show from Glasgow on election night, which drew 1.921 million viewers. So we could have definitely assumed that the show was going to perform better, but 42%. I'll Almost take it. Almost half? Great Absolutely show. Half. Great show, SmackDown. SmackDown's clearly becoming the eighth show. Can't I mean, wait. Oh. As, far as, as far as ratings are concerned, Tuesday nights. All are right, this very past, busy this, for me. Let me tell you, this past Tuesday night, they scored 2.725 million viewers. The week that Raw was in Europe last week scored 2.76 that's that's close that's close. Very close that's very close also Tuesday's a busy night of television there's a lot of shows on because Tuesday's always been a busy night of TV and they're still holding their own they're holding their own good for them anything else my friend uh, no crank the song up you like it let's go off to this song and uh, we fill our drinks and see what's going on for the rest of the show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. 
Our drinks are replenished. Yeah, you sound fucked up. Yeah, it's been a long night of a shot of wrestling. But uh, I've been shooting water. Full stoked on you. I think the uh, WWE is looking to bring in the money, 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 money this weekend when we have Survivor Series. 29th annual. Yeah. You excited? You ready? Can't wait. Bragging rights, you know. The first and only time. Raw and SmackDown face off against each other. Hope they stick to that word. It's actually making something of Survivor Series because Survivor Series kind of lost luster. Well, there's no and now, big... it's, and now it's giving it something. Well, there's no huge stakes in place. Like I was, I'm, 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 I was hoping they were going to be trading people. Like that's what I was hoping oh. for. No, but they're not doing it. And. I'm okay with it because if there was any Survivor Series where it could just be about bragging rights, the first one has to be it. Like they, they couldn't start trading people just after the draft or making the stakes so large. And then like years down the line, they'll be like, oh, and this Survivor Series will just be about bragging rights. No, it's cool. I'm looking forward to it. How's the card looking up? Is it shaping up pretty nicely? You tell me, my friend. Okay. Cruiserweight champion Brian Kendrick defends against SmackDown's Kalisto. The Cruiserweight division is on the line as the Brian Kendrick not only looks to retain the title, but keep the Cruiserweights home on Monday Night Raw. Intercontinental champion The Miz defends against Raw's Sami Zayn. The Miz just weaseled his way in into this main event picture because finally there are sticks on the line and Sami Zayn could possibly be bringing the IC title to Raw. Team SmackDown Live, Heath Slater, Rhino, the Hype Bros, American Alphas, Usos, and Breeze Dongo face off Team Raw, Enzo Amore, Big Cast, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, The Shining Stars, and Cesaro and Sheamus, captained by The New Day. Who is the biggest, the baddest, the best tag team in the WWE Universe? You will find out this Sunday at Survivor Series. Team SmackDown Live. Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Alexa Bliss, and Naomi with Coach Antalya. Face off Team Raw, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks with Dana Brooke at ringside. Finally, the women's revolution takes shape and ends the battle at Survivor Series. Who will be the top woman in this division? That might be your best one yet. Team Raw, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins face off against Team SmackDown Live. AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, and Shane McMahon. Bragging rights may finally come to play in this match. Who knows, will it be Raw or SmackDown, but there is one team that may have to answer to The Undertaker. Brock Lesnar faces off against the returning Goldberg. It is Fantasy Warfare come to life. As Goldberg takes on Brock Lesnar. So, Raw wins one. SmackDown wins one. Who wins the third? Who comes out on top? Uh, I, I Predictions? Okay. 
I think Raw will come on top on the uh, oh. on on the bragging rights portion of it. Yeah, the whole I, thing. I think, however, SmackDown will gain the cruiserweights, so they each have something to celebrate. No, no way. What are your predictions? SmackDown's got to win two or three here. SmackDown's been pre-taped for 900 episodes. It's been a B-show. They're trying to establish themselves as on par with Raw. SmackDown needs to win two or three. The thing we mentioned was Rich on the show like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, SmackDown needs to win the women's division. Raw's probably going to win the women's division. And the tag team up in the air. Uh, that's the one that's up in the air. And I think SmackDown needs to win that. They have a better... Better division. Did you stop saying SmackDown? No, <laughs> yeah. up, man. You gotta drive home, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you think that I'm gonna take a cab home tonight, ladies and gentlemen? So you think the cruiserweights are coming to SmackDown? Yes, absolutely. I, I agree with you. I, I mentioned this also that they shouldn't because there's no time. Raw has a time to fill. SmackDown doesn't. I just gave them a great storyline about having NXT debuting superstars on SmackDown. It would it'd be it'd be great. Yeah, it'll be genius. It'll be it'll be excellent. Yeah, it's gonna. I think it's gonna hurt SmackDown to come, but whatever. All right, should be good. Should yeah, be good. Look, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Well, that's one of the four in the in in the big, big four, four yeah. pay per views out of the, the final year. four. Yeah. Um, the next one will be Royal Rumble. Yep. So, you, do you think they may be building something around Survivor Series that will lead you into the Rumble? I some groundwork. Probably with rivalries, but I don't. Nothing comes to mind. Okay, you. Well, I think the Taker um, influence in this Survivor Series now that he's back, maybe building to. It's still uh, surprising he's back to there's WrestleMania. No, no, no. I think we may start the road a little early this year. I don't know. See what happens. Speaking of WrestleMania, my friend, my friend, you you got your tickets? Tickets have been. Procured, my friend. Oh, how many did you get? Uh, dos. Dos. For for the Green Man and Michael J. Putty. No, Shot of wrestling. Going, going yeah, to no, I believe uh, former co-host Jonathan Moho asked you, and you said no. Therefore, solidifying me as a record holder. That's right. I am 12-time, <clears throat> 12-time. 12 times. That is too many 12 times. Time, 12 Who's time, giving it to 12 you? Time, 12 times. 12 times. That's it. You, you can't stop 12 anymore. 12 you 12 you cannot stop. 12 you got to go all the way to the end. WrestleMania attendee. Within, within our group. If anybody out there is listening and has more times visiting WrestleMania in a row, yeah. please reach out to Inbox at a Shadow Wrestling. We like to get you on the show so we can put, put Putty in his place. Put Michael J in his place. Ain't going to happen, my friend. I'll see the sign guy. It could happen. <laughs> There's a lot of other people who who we started visit back in 2006. This is my 12th time. Brock Lesnar guy. Uh, Jonathan goes to this every year. He had to miss one time because of the birth of his son, which was due the weekend of WrestleMania. Your son's coming a little earlier in February, but you're still not going to come in to help the wife raise a kid. Understandable. But I was thinking you're still at 11 time WrestleMania attendee. Mm-hmm. To which Jonathan pointed out that your clock resets. It does not. So therefore, he's bullshit. He's in second place because he's Bullshit. Now, 
at a this will be his sixth consecutive WrestleMania. That's bullshit. You have zero WrestleManias now. I, I gotta start again. Yeah, no, so that's interesting. That's not how it works. It's how it works. It makes sense. That what he said. Not how it works. Consecutively, your clock resets. I am very excited for you guys. I'm glad you're keeping the tradition and you're going. Yeah, it's gonna be weird for, for another year. We got our own hotel room, thankfully. Um, we're not sharing a house with the fucking uh, Jeff of his. The, the the vacant crew. I like Jeff's crew. I just want to share a house. I, I want. You're you're just one lazy fuck who likes people to to make their your I wanna bed. Go, I want to go get something to eat. Come back and my bed made. My fresh towels. Mm-hmm. Don't want to share a bathroom with five six other men. You know, Jonathan's a little There's messy. A few ladies there. There's a yeah. few ladies. So it should be fun. It should be interesting. No, I didn't want to go. But uh, it should be fun. We're good to go. 12 time, 12 time, 12 time. Tw- I don't want to ever Wow. But uh, it should be fun. We're good to go. Uh, I don't... Got your flights and everything, huh? Flight there, not the flight back. It's Orlando. We've been there already. What's the birthplace? Gotta go to City Walk. Gotta go to City Walk. It's birthplace of Green Man. Man. It is. It is. Citrus Bowl, which is now called which something else. Which is a else. shame that I'm not going back to the birthplace. I mean, you can. We, we gave you a scenario where you can. You just give no, one day. You can. It's hard. Not really. If you leave Sunday morning, come back Sunday night, you're fine. <laughs> um, just go out for for some milk and eggs yeah, and then come back. <laughs> so it should be fun. should be interesting. There's nothing to do in Orlando except the ball um, theme parks, which neither me or Jonathan are a big fan of. And I know you're the you're the pretty much the instigator of the group. We're like, all right, let's go, let's get let's go get some eat, let's go out, let's do something. Me and Jonathan aren't, so I'm curious to see our personal dynamic, how that works. Because most of the time we're probably just stay in bed then. Yeah, <laughs> get room service or something. Well, last year you almost you you motivated us to go out, and then we were the ones who were laid yeah, out. Failed me miserably. Yeah, <laughs> I was in my bed by myself, drinking, watching Jimmy Fallon. Well, you guys were passed out snoring. What a great night. I forgot what Jimmy Fallon was on. So it was 10, glorious. It was like 10.30. Awesome. Uh, well. But John has connections, so maybe he'll get us tickets to NXT or Hall of Fame. Maybe that will spice, maybe access to spice things up a little bit. Yeah. Those are the ones. You're going to miss out, my friend. So you, who are you going to watch WrestleMania with? I'm going to have a little WrestleMania oh, with who? Wrestle, wrestling party here. What, by yourself? Whoever's left. Nobody. I, I, Erwin. I, I got Baba Zia coming through. Oh, okay. I got Irwin, the voice. Irwin's not There's coming. people. Irwin's not coming. There's people. Spoiler alert, Irwin's not coming. Uh, so Zia, so you got a party of one. All right. Maybe you meet your brother-in-law? It would, it would be one of the best parties then. Baba Zia, if you're listening. It's not. We'll have a good time. Don't he, you worry. He, he doesn't watch wrestling. He doesn't know what's going on. Maybe your brother-in-law? Possibly. Former uh, t-shirt winner, Julio? T-shirt winner, uh, Julian. Julio, close enough. <laughs> so it should be fun. We're looking forward to it. we don't do shout outs. Because yeah. we failed miserably on those. So, uh, you'll be missed. You'll be missed. I, I, I am very sad that I won't But we got season one and two. I'm just hoping our vision isn't impacted by those pillars because there's no roof. Let's see what happens. We will see what happens. We were by the ramp when John wasn't there. We're by the ramp when you're not there. I so guess. you should hold a big, like, fat head of the green man. So I'm there in spirit. Won't be that would be nice. That would be something nice for you to do. Your co-host. Yeah, you know, it who would be. Is at the helm of this production at episode forty. You don't brag until we finish it yet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're right. But did we hold a big? I'm sure I fucked up somewhere along the way. Fat head of Jonathan when he wasn't there. No, we didn't. No, he didn't ask for it. So, it's a little, it's a little smug to ask for that. So, well. If you are playing along with this week's drinking game, you're really fucked up because we said SmackDown thirty. Three times. Knockdown. How elo- how eloquent 
for yeah. WrestleMania 33. Well, so now that you're a kid, do you think you come next year? Absolutely. So your first WrestleMania? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I don't see, I don't see your wife letting you go next year. Okay, well. Anyway, be part of the conversation. Follow us at a shot of wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and shot of wrestling on Twitter. No a for all your news updates. This show is from the fans and to the fans. And this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it. And who knows your thoughts could be part of next week's show for more information or be a sponsor. Email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. All right. That's it. I'm almost done. First show produced by the Green Man. Yeah, so it sucks. It's not my fault. <laughs> this time. Well, I had a great time. Until next time, for the Green Man. No. It's for Putty. No. No, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Can't do it that way. Nope. Can't end it that way. Until next time, for Michael J. Putty, I'm the, the Green, Green Man. Man. Green man. Ouch. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>